I want to share a word this morning that I believe could set a precedent for 2023 for your life and for my life. Literally a word that could set us up for how we are going to live this year. This, I, would, I can't say now this next year because today begins this year. And I've been thinking for weeks and weeks about this message and just had the privilege to put these thoughts together this week. But I want to talk to us about how to turn your care into prayer. Turn your care into prayer. The apostle Paul wrote to the Philippian church and he said this to them. Be careful for nothing. Now he's not saying don't be careful about things. He's saying don't be full of care. Obviously we want to be careful when we cross the road or when we go bushwalking with all the little critters that are out there. But not full of care. So be careful for nothing but in everything. Careful for nothing but in everything by prayer. Care or prayer. But in everything by prayer with supplication and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Not careful, but prayerful. Turn your cares into prayers. Just like Jesus turned water into wine. You can turn your care into prayer. The New Living Translation says it like this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. What if that was your motto for 2023? I don't worry about anything. I pray about everything. Every time there's a care, there's a prayer. Every time there's a care, there's a prayer. Don't you think moving into this year with that thought and that instruction from the Apostle Paul and that scripture, the, the, the teaching of that scripture written over our heart, don't you think that would make this year different? Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for all He has done. So what happens when I do that? What happens when I turn my care into prayer? Well, the very next verse in Paul's letter to the Philippians says this, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus, the peace of God. When I turn my care into prayer, I exchange the pressure of life for the peace of God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. The message reads like this. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. We sing a song that says Jesus at the center of it all. But sometimes we live a life that says worry at the center of it all. The Apostle Peter also exhorts us in his first letter, chapter 5, verse 7. 
He says this, casting all, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Two powerful words Peter uses in the Greek language. Two strong words here. This word casting, epirhipto, it literally means to throw upon. I mean, to, if there was a fire that started right here and I had a big bucket of water, I would throw, I would cast. It's a strong action word, a strong verb. Casting, throwing, all. And that word, second powerful word is all. All. This is the Greek word pas. And it literally means any and every. Casting all, any and every care. It also means whatsoever and, and whosoever. Or whatsoever and whosoever. Casting all. It also means everything and everyone. So I think that covers it, don't you reckon? The message says it like this. Live carefree before God. He is most careful for you. What if this was our precedent for this year. To live our life carefree, free of care before God because He is so careful for you and for me. And it's interesting because the very next verse that Peter writes is a serious warning to us. He says, casting all your care upon Him for he cares for you. And then he says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Think about the context of this text. The context is that he is looking for those who are keeping and not casting their cares upon God. This is who the enemy is seeking. This is who the enemy is searching. Cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Because the devil, like a roaring lion, is prowling about, seeking. Who is he seeking? Someone he may devour. Who might that be? It might be those who are keeping their cares and not casting their cares. He is a lion. He is looking for the anxious. He is looking for the worried. He is looking for the stressed. He is sniffing it. He is sniffing it. He can smell it. He is sniffing someone who has not turned their care into prayer or their stress into rest or their intimidation into a season of intercession. The enemy is looking for the stressed, the worried, the anxious, the careful, because he can devour. It's like finding those in the flock that are over here and they become an easy prey. Let me tell you something about stress. Stress is a supply problem. <laughs> when I say that, all I can think of is about 18 months ago, walking into Woolies and going down to the toilet aisle toilet paper, not the toilet paper aisle. And we had a supply problem. It was pretty stressful too. Anxiety is a scarcity or deficiency problem. 
Worry is a want, problem, lack. And the psalmist said in Psalm 23 and verse 1, King David wrote these words, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Where there is no want, there is no worry. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Where there is no want, there is no worry. The New Living Translation says it like this. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all I need. You see, there's no care when your cup runneth over. There's no anxiety when he anoints your head with oil in the presence of your enemies. There is no stress when his staff and his rod comfort and protect you. Jesus spoke about worry. As a matter of fact, the most famous sermon he ever preached is centered in on it, on the sermon on the mount and in Matthew chapter 6 we read from verse 25 Jesus said I tell you not to worry about 2023 everyday life in January or February or March or April or May I tell you not to worry about everyday life whether you have enough enough food or drink enough clothes to wear isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing look at the galahs look at the rainbow lorikeets look at the crimson rosellas look at the major mitchells and the sulfur crested cockatoos they don't I mean they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? And can all of your worries add a single moment to your life? And why, why would you worry about clothing? Look at the waratah and the wattle. Look at the bottle brush and the banksia. They, they grow, but they don't work or make their clothing. And yet Solomon, in all of his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers, 
that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, well, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father, what a contrast. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And He, your heavenly Father, He will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Why did Jesus... Never worry. Because he knew that there is no such thing as a supply problem. In Cana, he turned six jars of water into 750 bottles of wine. In Galilee, he turned five loaves into a feast for 5,000. Another time, he took seven loaves and fed 4,000 men plus all the women and children. One morning, with one word of instruction, he took Peter, who had fished all night without a single catch, to a net-breaking, boat-sinking, haul load of fish that almost sank his boat and his partner's boat at the same time. Jesus never stressed because Jesus never lacked supply because he had his heavenly father. Jesus teaches us that his father is our father. And because we have our father which art in heaven, we can turn our care into prayer. We can turn stress into rest. We can cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. We can not worry about anything because we pray about everything. And that's how we're going to live in 2023. Not going to worry about anything, but going to pray about everything in Jesus' name. What a way for 2023 to come upon us. You see, there is no problem on earth that our Father in heaven doesn't know or supply. Worry focuses on the fact that I lack. Anxiety anticipates adversity. Stress foresees what I don't have enough of. Strength, time, sleep, money, capacity, ability, wisdom, patience, energy, faith. But what I do have is my Father in heaven. All these facts 
And it's this, my father versus my facts. My father versus my lacks. I can rest in him or stress in them. I can convert my cares into prayers. I can worship and not worry. The reason Jesus does not want us to worry about tomorrow is because he wants us to enjoy today. Psalm 118 and verse 24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Not let us be stressed and sad in it. Or let us worry and waste it. Or let us be anxious and squander it. The day the Lord has made was squandered with anxiety and stress. The greatest revelation that I have in my life is I have a heavenly father. That's my greatest revelation. I have my heavenly father and he's near and he's dear and he has made his home with me Jesus said in John 14 and verse 23 all who love me will do what I say my father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. <laughs> Stress is a supply problem, but my father makes his home with me. My heavenly father makes his home with me. And that's why the apostle Paul could boldly write to the Romans and say these words. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? There is no supply problem when my heavenly Father lives with me. All things. There's no supply problem here. There's no supply problem here. That's why he also, the Apostle Paul would write to the Ephesians, and he would say this, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Come on. According to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. I'm talking about 2023. I'm talking about living in the miracle. The same kind of miracle where Jesus turned water into wine. A miracle where you can turn care into prayer. 
where you, instead of being careful, you are just prayerful. And this becomes the most prayerful year you've ever lived and the most stress-free year you've ever lived and the most worry-free year you've ever lived and the most anxious-free you've ever lived. Why and how could you live that way? We don't know what 2023 is going to bring. I know, but my Heavenly Father lives in my house. Your heavenly father, Jesus said, your heavenly father. Why would you? But you're because your heavenly father. Oh, this is how the generations of the world. But you have a heavenly father. My heavenly father, Jesus says, is your heavenly father. And so I want to finish. Please come, team. And don't bring a drummer. I want to finish this New Year's Day teaching with the passage I started with. Would you stand with me? Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I'm on a quest this year to turn my cares into prayers, to turn my stress into rest, and to turn pressure into peace. And we all have the power to do that through the power of prayer, through the power of a good, good father who loves us. It's my father versus my facts. The facts can say this, but my father's right here. So I want to pray for your year. And I know the Lord is going to bless you. I love the song that we sang. He's going to bless you for a thousand generations. He's going to bless you and he's going to bless your children. But are you going to stress you? He's going to bless you. But are you going to stress you? Because if you don't turn your care into prayer, if you don't cast your care upon him, be sober and vigilant. Your adversary, like a roaring lion, is sniffing it out. He's sniffing it out. Where's the anxious? Where's the stressful? Where are those full of worry? Seeking whom he may devour. But cast your care upon him because he cares for you. So, Heavenly Father, what a privilege to be in your house with my family on the Lord's Day and also the first day of this new year, 2023. What if today, Lord, is prophetic? What if today, Lord, is the key to the year? What if today, Lord, the word of the Lord comes and brings life and light and insight and understanding? What if today your word changes everything? What if today we lay hold of something that would lay hold of us and make us a prayerful people, not a careful? Father, I'm 
teaching this, but I'm receiving this more than I'm teaching this. I'm laying hold of this more than I'm speaking it out. And I want to thank you with the most inadequate words that I, I just so inadequately can say, my Abba Father, my Abba Heavenly Father, you are the greatest treasure of my life. You are the greatest revelation of my life, that I have a Father in heaven. Oh, hallowed be your name. I have a Father in heaven. And there's not a problem on earth that you do not already know and that you have not already met my need. And so today, let us walk out of the house of God equipped for a brand new year. In Jesus' name.